There we are. We've got our next segment coming on in here, people. I already told you about it. I already told you about it. Straight Talk with me, Father Craig Vosick, this week in studio at the University of Mary. This is a segment called Straight Talk, and it's your opportunity, brothers and sisters, from all all across our listening station or wherever you are, if you're listening online throughout the world, to share your questions, your comments on topics relating to the faith or on things happening in the world around us with our local hosts and priests. When you hear the sound effect, which you just did, please call 877-795-0122. Or you can send your questions, comments to us on Facebook, on Real Presence Radio Facebook page, or on my own page. I shared the, I shared the link. You can comment anything there, questions and comments. Again, the phone number for you to begin calling is 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. Seven nine five zero one two two. This is straight talk. You can ask any question, make any comment. You can get the priest weighing in on however you want him to weigh in on things. I really focused uh, these days on sports, on athletes, on university education. Uh, but I can talk about all the typical things that a priest would typically talk about. Uh, I can talk about ecumenism. I work a lot with Catholic and non-Catholic and non-theist. Uh, how does a priest minister to atheists? That'd be a great question. I can, I can ask you, actually. Maybe you, you can help me figure that out. <laughs> uh, so call on in at 877-795-0122. That will be the number for you during the segment of Straight Talk. I, uh, when I arrived here at the University of Mary, I told all of the athletes because I'm the one chaplain for 17 teams 450 student athletes um, I told them that when I was in the Navy and I was a chaplain candidate for the Navy when I was living in Italy that when we were preparing to go out on the ships the uh, the chaplain coordinator said if you're gonna be a chaplain in the Navy uh, you have to get outside of your comfort zone and I was like well yeah I'm gonna be with the military on a ship that's kind of outside my comfort zone no it's not only that he said if you're a chaplain on a ship you're the only chaplain on that ship and you have to be available to all of the people who are on that ship, whether you're a Catholic or a Muslim or a Jew. Uh, as a chaplain, you have to be able to minister to the Catholics, or the Jews, the Muslims, the non-theists, uh, whoever they are, uh, Christians of whatever background. You have to be able to minister to them because you're the only chaplain for all those people on that ship. Um, so when I got to the University of Mary, I brought that up. I said, uh, young men, young women, there are 450 of you. I'm a Catholic priest. You may or may not be Catholic, whatever your background is. I, I, I uh, was in the Navy. I understand what this needs to look like, so I hope that you'll come to me, and I have. Uh, they, they realize that I'm not here just to be a Catholic with the Catholic students and make everybody Catholic. No, I'm here to serve them and to care for them, whatever they're going through uh, with uh, difficulty in their life. Uh, all humans go through difficulty, stress, anxiety, whatever those things might be, troubles, uh, self-identity, understanding, self-worth, uh, various different things. So uh, I've, had, I've had students of all backgrounds. I've been glad. And I told all the coaches and the players, if at any point, if at any point any of the students say, Father Vasek seems like he's only here for the Catholics, then I failed in my job. Uh, because that's not my job. My job is to be a chaplain for every single student athlete, uh, coach, athletic trainer, and, and everybody in the staff. Uh, so if you have questions about that, I can tell you how that works because I uh, feel like it's going pretty well here. 
So we're starting to get some questions coming in. We're on the phone. We're, uh, we're on Facebook. The various things are coming in. I'll give you the number again, 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. That's the phone number for Real Presence Live for this segment of our show, the Colin Tape, uh, Straight Talk segment. You can also go on to Facebook.com. Uh, to Real Presence Live, Real Presence Radio Network, or also to my page, Father Craig Vosick, because uh, I have it hosted there as well. So, looks like we have somebody on the phone. Doc from Belcourt, are you there, or am I just going to field your question? Are you there, Doc? Doc, are you there? I'm here, Father. Wonderful. Welcome to Straight Greetings. Talk. How are you doing today in Belcourt? Greetings. Greetings. Wonderful. We're doing great. What's your question for Straight Talk today? Father, uh, many many Catholic universities, uh, you know, uh, are places that don't embrace the Catholic faith and social teaching like Mary University, and uh, that's always a tension. Uh, uh, what? You, how could you reply to that when Catholic universities are are kind of doing things opposed to the Catholic faith? Sure, uh, that's a very it's a very uh, pertinent question. Uh, it's a, a question that's really being wrestled with by a lot of people, not just yourself, obviously, Doc, but so many people around the country. What and, the, and kind of to these fundamental questions of what a Catholic university is. Uh, is a Catholic university there to serve all? Um, and so just to be a very broad way of just serving humanity? Is a Catholic university there to promote the values of the Catholic Church? Is a Catholic Church, uh, a Catholic university there to inspire people but not force things? I mean, these are fundamental questions that a lot of people wrestle with. And as it seems that you've uh, come to understand, various universities have come to different understandings as to what that means for them. Um, I'm definitely not going to comment on uh, on what those other universities are up to. That definitely wouldn't be my job, even if uh, even if I do want to promote the University of Mary as being a wonderful example. I can definitely do that. Um, but um, there are universities. We just had Rachel Brash on from our uh, uh, campus worldwide, and she said not only do we have a Christian, Catholic, and Benedictine heritage. And that's, a, that's actually an important phrase. Not only do we have a Christian, Catholic, and Benedictine heritage, it's who we still are. And the University of Mary has, has been very clear about that. This isn't just something that we're honoring where we came from, but we're moving in a new, new direction. No, that's who we still are. We still are a Christian, Catholic, and Benedictine university. And so we're moving forward in that direction. Uh, there will be, and you can notice this, Doc, when you listen uh, to the way that other universities might speak. Um, some would speak the same way that we are. Others might speak differently. They will say, we are a university in this tradition, or with this heritage, or with this background as our founding. And they kind of leave it as if it were the past. That's how we began, but we've kind of moved with, with that as our uh, background, with that as our backdrop, with that as our, uh, our, our cherished heritage. We've moved in, in a new direction, uh, and you've probably recognized that. Um, and that's, there's a difference in understanding um, of who they are 
and what they're supposed to be about. Uh, the University of Mary has gone uh, the way that we would love so many Catholic universities to go, and, and maybe you've recognized this as well. The, uh, the Pope, John Paul II, asked Catholic universities to be exactly that, to be Catholic, uh, not just in name, but in identity. Um, so, I don't know, Doc, what do you think about that? Yeah. Do you have any other comments yeah. about that? Well, yes, uh, John Paul II asked, you know, various Catholic universities to take a kind of, uh, I don't know if it's an oath to, mm-hmm. to uh, solid Catholic teaching. And many of the Catholic universities rejected that, of course, and didn't, didn't, didn't sign on to the Holy Father's request. So I know that was a controversy. Uh, I, uh, was it called the, uh, uh, the request for collegiality amongst Catholic universities to the Holy Father in Rome, I guess. Yeah, yeah. There's a number of things. the uh, The Pontifical Council for Education uh, has been working hard, and a number of documents have been put out. And the USCCB is laboring in various ways as well. Uh, there, there is a guiding document called Ex Cordia Ecclesiae uh, for the mission of Catholic universities, which the University of Mary uh, takes full uh, on and uh, is implementing. Uh, as every day, we're trying to implement it as best as we can. Um, so this is a this is a thing that that you're noting that some universities are signing on to and some aren't. Um, so just the fact that there would be um, various realities out there. So take the Newman Society. Uh, the Cardinal Newman Society now puts out um, a list of Catholic universities that uh, and they rank them. Um, just the fact that that would be happening shows us that when we're that college universities are not all looking at things the same way, and there and that there are people out there because this is a, a very well followed um, movement uh, with uh, the Newman Guide and the Newman Society and their colleges that they would recommend. And so the University of Mary, uh, looking at what the Newman Society is doing, they're saying uh, these. What we're promoting are colleges that are faithful to the church in these various areas. We've tested them. We've checked. We've we've found out if they're doing what they say they're doing or what the Catholic Church is asking them to do. Uh, and the University of Mary is part of that. We're, we, we've been signed on uh, and we've been listed in their guide. Uh, and we're pleased to be on that guide. Uh, we don't live to be on the guide. It's not like we're only looking to the Newman Guide uh, to be, but it's but it's a sign of uh, for those concerned Catholics out there. Like, no, I want to make sure that my child is not just going to a university that says it's Catholic or seems like it should be Catholic, but it's but it's really living what the church's under the church's own understanding of Catholic education is. And so we're happy. We're we're so happy to be part of the the Newman uh, the Newman Guide for college universities throughout the United States. I think there's like twenty. Five, uh, somewhere between twenty and twenty-five universities that have made that list. More could, uh, if they wanted to, um, but people they're looking at various things uh, and going in different ways. So uh, I'm glad you asked the question. I'm glad there's people out there asking that yeah, question. Thank the, you. The University yeah. of Mary is uh, is glad to be one uh, among among those great ones that are really focused on uh, not just having a heritage that's Catholic, but an active uh, investment in our in our Christian Catholic and Benedictine uh, way of life here. So, Doc, thanks so much. Any other any other thoughts there? Yeah. Yeah, yes, Father. I just want to give a shout out to all those Newman centers out there at the secular universities that are trying to uh, achieve the goal you're achieving on your Catholic university. But they're little islands of Catholic faith, and they're very critical. Also, uh, the Newman Center at, at, in Fargo and UND were are uh, great places for us to live our Catholic faith. Also, if we can't go to U Mary, of course. 
Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not going to promote them too much right now because I work for you, Mary, but <laughs> but the Newman Center at NDSU and the, and the Newman Center at UND, uh, wonderful priests, wonderful care, uh, wonderful Catholic education at those places. So absolutely, Doc. It seems like you've yeah, got your, yeah. your finger on the well, pulse. thank you, Father. Thanks so much for your phone call and your question today. Great. This is Straight Talk. This is Father Craig Vossick. This is Father Craig Vosick on Straight Talk, Real Presence Live. The phone number here, 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. You can also come on to our Facebook page on Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live. Also, Father Craig Vosick, I've shared it there. If you're connected to me, you can put in your question, your comment about anything with regard to the Catholic Church uh, or anything just in life that you want to get a Catholic perspective on. So we've got an anonymous question coming in here. In regards to your sermon, Die, Don't Sin. Oh, great. Uh, granddaughter went into a public school from a Catholic school. Okay. And she has had other girls come up to her and tell her that they had an abortion over the weekend just to make her cry. Oh, my goodness. How should she respond to them? What can she do to get them to stop? Oh, anonymous. I I'm really sorry that this is happening. First, before I even before I even uh, comment on this, I am really sorry. This must really hurt you uh, and your family and your granddaughter uh, to have this kind of um, heavy, heavy sorts of things uh, spoken. And so I'm just I'm just really sorry um, that that you're experiencing that. So uh, I just want I want you to know that first and foremost, it's a really it's a really heavy thing, uh, and it's really hard for your granddaughter to have to navigate something like that as a high schooler or yeah I think high school or middle school whatever she is. So whether these uh, whether these girls actually had an abortion or whether they're just saying that because they know that she's Catholic um, and went to a Catholic school, um, that's that's just really sorrowful. So I don't. There's not going to be a whole lot that I can do uh, except to just share with you how sorrowful this is. And it's just really not fair. Um, she's being persecuted. <laughs> she and, uh, and she hasn't even done anything. Just for being a Catholic, um, these girls, whatever's going on, uh, for these girls in their own family lives, uh, whatever social media that they pay attention to, whatever the political backgrounds of their families might be, uh, whatever their antagonism to religion or uh, whatever's going on in their hearts, whatever insecurities they're dealing with, whatever uh, peer pressure that's going on there, whatever uh, trying to be cool or trying to stand out or whatever strain of uh, possible radical uh, atheistic feminism or uh, extreme liberalism, whatever those things are um, that are impacting those other girls... Uh, from their families, uh, from the media, um, they're they're in a tough spot, and they're taking it out on your granddaughter. So, uh, how should she respond to them? Um, I think first and foremost, she should um, just try to survive, huh? Um, just uh, that she's able to make it through that and not uh, fall apart uh, at their hands. Um, is because they're trying to get her to react. I'm sure they're trying to get her to uh, 
they're trying to bully her in a way, maybe. They're trying to uh, make fun of her. Maybe they're not even trying to make fun of her. Maybe they're just trying to be cool with each other. Uh, maybe they actually are opposed to abortion, but they're they're with friends that they might think that abortion is cool. So, I mean, like, the confusion at that age is rampant. Um, and so reason is important, um, but reason is not always the only answer, actually. Um, there's emotion that needs to be tapped into. There's tact and diplomacy that needs to be tapped into. There's heroic love that needs to be tapped into. There's uh, faith in God and great trust in his, in his care and his grace that needs to be tapped into. There are so many things. And again, Anonymous, I'm just, I'm so sorrowful for you and the pain in your heart. And I'm so sorrowful for your granddaughter and for the family. Uh, yeah, we're going to say prayer. We're going to just say a prayer right now uh, for that whole situation and for those other girls. Um, and then we can talk maybe a little bit more about a response. So, Heavenly Father, I just want to, I want to lift up to you this entire situation, which really grieves my heart even as I hear about it, uh, for this grandmother and for the family and for this daughter uh, and for these girls and for their families and for everything that uh, has led to these situations. Um, whatever dynamics, whatever oppositions, whatever hatreds, whatever misunderstandings, uh, whatever ideologies, whatever false promotions, whatever uh, whatever sick manifestations of the enemy, whatever's going on here, we don't know all of them, but there's so many dimensions. Heavenly Father, I lift all of them up to you in this moment. Um, I just ask for your, your care, your consolation, the gift of your Holy Spirit, the gift of your Son, Jesus. Uh, the gift of light, the gift of truth uh, to come, uh, the gift of comfort to come, uh, the great Holy Spirit, the consoler to come uh, to this grandmother, to her granddaughter, and to these others, uh, that you would minister to the, her granddaughter, that she may be able to have great courage, that she may have heroic uh, charity, that she may look up at these other girls with love uh, and just not react or retaliate. Uh, but to love them somehow, whatever that looks like, God, give for that grace. Give those girls also grace, even if they're opposed to it, open them up to your grace, that they would be open to receiving um, healing uh, or light or truth, um, that they would learn how to love, that they would learn respect, that they would uh, open themselves to to other people's perspectives. So, Lord, I just lift up this entire thing to you. It's, it's such a sorrow for this family and in so many places where other people are experiencing this. We ask for your blessing and your care in Jesus' name. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, a recommendation for, again, I'm just so sorrowful. Everybody that's listening, there's a, uh, a woman whose granddaughter is uh, being persecuted in a way by other girls saying that they got an abortion. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Um, so keep calling in. This is Straight Talk. We want to get to more questions, and I'll give you some more commentary. This is 877-795-0122. Your host here, Father Craig Vosick, Straight Talk. Any question, any comment, any thoughts that you have, 877-795-0122. Just to give a little more uh, comments on this practically uh, for this, uh, your granddaughter, um, Again, she's in a terrible plight. What I really want to do is talk to the girls that are harming her, but they're not here. And this typically happens when I give counseling to people, is that I want to talk to the person that hurt them, but they're not there. Um, and so we can pray for the persons who aren't listening, but for those who are listening, we can say some things. And what we, what I acknowledged in the prayer, I think we can acknowledge just in practical reality. She, um, 
She can stand strong, um, and she can ask the Lord uh, to protect her uh, from any of the things that would harm her from these words. Um, she can ask the Lord to protect her from any of these insults or, or any of these uh, these mean things that might be spoken. But she can also she can also carry herself with great heroism of love. I mean, this is always what we have access to if we're if we're a Christian. We have access to the divine love of God, and at any moment He can pour that out through us, and we can manifest His love to the world that is hurting. And so, to stand in the midst of this persecution, in the midst of this chaos, in the midst of this really bizarre and crummy reality, she could just uh, look at these girls she can say to them I love you she could say that or she could say uh, she could say uh, I'm sorry to hear that that happened or she can ask them simply without retaliation oh, why are you sharing that with me right now um, and, and uh, it, the De- the, the mode of de-escalation and even saying this, talking now uh, about the courses that I've taken, trauma and de-escalation and, and, and inter- crisis intervention I'm asking you to pass this on now to a teenager that's not fair that's not fair uh, that a teenager would have to be coached in de-escalation and navigation and diplomacy and tact and uh, empathy and sympathy or all these different things that, that we could be talking about is really not uh, fair um, so to have great courage in the midst of that situation um, and to, to pray for them. She can pray for them daily uh, and ask God to give her strength but also to, to break down walls. Maybe this is God bringing people to her for her to reach out to. Um, there's plenty of people that harm others and all they're saying is, I'm hurting and I want someone to love me. Uh, I find this over and over and over again. When people come on strong, they come on harsh. Uh, if I don't engage that, if I stay calm, if I stay and I diffuse the situation, typically they'll open up what's really underneath that, and it's something else. Uh, it's something else, usually. So, uh, diffusing it, de-escalation, typically engaging it with harsh, uh, harsh uh, meanness in response isn't the best way. Not to meet people uh, with resistance, but to meet them with love. So I'll give you the number here. Again, I'm just so sorry. 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host. We're in the segment Straight Talk. And it's for you to give any questions, any comments, any concerns, uh, different things uh, in your life with me here. So, we're still waiting for you. It doesn't look like uh, we have too many people peeping up here. What's going on? on a, is it a quiet Monday out there? There's a lot going on. We could talk about a lot of great things. We, uh, later on, we'll have uh, a Prayerfully Yours segment where we will be praying for your intentions that you give to us at Real Presence, uh, your Catholic radio station. Every prayer intention that you bring there, we pray for daily, and we pray for them on the show as well, which is a beautiful way to, to pray for our entire listening area. We'll also be talking uh, to a number of people here again at the University of Mary and talking about a pro-life initiative, uh, a, a banquet that's going to be taking place in Fargo. I'm looking forward to those aspects of the show for sure. So stay there. Um, so, 877-795-0122, Straight Talk. We're starting a conversation. We've got a listener, not on the phone, but a question. Here it is. What does it mean to our listeners to be authentically Catholic? Yeah, you know, this is a, this is a good question. What does it mean to be authentically Catholic? You would think that if you say a word, you don't have to describe the word. 
because if you're just doing what the word is, you don't need any more modifiers, right? So why would we have to be authentically Catholic? Why aren't we just Catholic? It's a great question. And, and the fact that we would even want to describe another word uh, in regard to it means that there's various forms of that thing out there. Um, so you see people and they say they're Catholic. Well, uh, it should, if we are all responding perfectly to grace, if we are all living faithfully the, the scriptures uh, teaching to us, the exhortations from the Gospels, our Lord, and St. Paul's exhortations in his letters, and following the catechism faithfully, and learning our faith, and praying daily, and exercising the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, and evangelizing the world, if we're doing all of the things that we're supposed to be doing, we wouldn't have to call ourselves authentically Catholic. Because what it means to be Catholic would simply be that. So the fact that you're asking the question is the reason why we need to talk about it. <laughs> because we see plenty of people out there and, and um, who uh, are Catholic, thanks be to God. They've been baptized, thanks be to God. They go to Mass on Sundays, let's say, thanks be to God. Um, and that's kind of as far as it goes. Well, is that, is that what it means to be Catholic? Actually, it's not what it means to be Catholic. There are these things that the Church has as like basic bars of measurement uh, that say, at least do this if you're even going to call yourself a Catholic. You have to do these things. And uh, we call those the precepts of the church. And so it means going to Mass every Sunday and Holy Day. It means confessing your sins every year at least once. It means uh, receiving Holy Communion at least once a year. It means giving sacrificially to your church. And there's a number of things that these things means. There are people out there who are Catholics who aren't even doing that. Well, if they're not even doing that, well, they'll say, you know, I'm Catholic. Well, the church has said, this is what you must do if you want to say that you are. Uh, these are the very precepts, the very foundation blocks. It doesn't mean it's the fullest expression. It means it's the minimum expression. Any club, any group, any activity out there has basic requirements. I'm seeing this left and right with the athletes here. If you want to be on the team, guess what? These are the basic requirements you have to do just to be on the team. You have to do it. And people, if they want to do it, they say, I'll do it. And so to be authentically a volleyball player means you have to do all of these various things to be on the team. But not just that. You have to be striving for your best or you're going to get cut from the team. And you might say, well, that's not fair. Well, actually, if you signed up for it, you should do it. And if you're signing up to be a Catholic, you should be all in. And so we shouldn't have to talk about being authentically Catholic. Everybody out there should be living a fervent life uh, of grace and faith and all these different things, living their faith, talking to others about the Lord, learning new things about the faith, passing that on, evangelizing people, uh, being faithful to the teaching of the church. All of that should be a, a no-brainer, actually. That should all be a no-brainer. But it's not a no-brainer in a lot of places. And so we come up with words like dynamically Catholic, or authentically Catholic, or faithfully Catholic, or uh, whatever the other words might be, to ensure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing when we use the word. Um, so this is a beginning to the answer of what it means to be authentically Catholic. To be authentically Catholic, you should be reading the scriptures every single day, and you should be understanding all of, even if you're not studying every day the Catholics in the Catholic Church, there are four parts. There's the teaching of the creed, there is the liturgical and sacramental life, there's the moral commands, and there's the life of prayer. If you study those four sections of the Catechism, or if you live those four sections of our faith, and you're doing them all each day, those four elements, learning about doctrine, living a moral life, participating in the sacraments, and praying. If you doing that, it includes reaching out to the world, it includes serving the poor, it includes all of those things. We wouldn't have to talk about authentic Catholicism because we'd all be doing what Catholics are supposed to do. 
Uh, so a great question. And the very fact that we would ask it with that adjective to modify it indicates that we're not all there yet. Uh, so brothers and sisters, if you're listening, be a Catholic. Be fully Catholic. Be a joyful Catholic. Be authentically Catholic. Be dynamically Catholic. In sum, be a Catholic. <laughs> be a real Catholic, huh? So we're coming to the end. But anyway, the number is 877-795-0122. We're coming to the end of our segment. Thanks for being with us on Straight Talk. Every time that we have the show, we have Straight Talk. We can call in and talk to the priest, uh, the host, uh, about anything. You can ask questions, comments. Think about those things for the next show. Uh, you can get on Real Presence page on Facebook. Uh, the host might have a page you can tap into and you can call in uh, real presence so think of those questions those things that you have burning inside of you you just want to find them out you have access to a priest for half an hour um, every every day on real presence live so thank you brothers and sisters for participating thanks for our callers and our listeners and those who have come in uh, for real presence uh, straight talk we're going to be coming up thanks to all of you who have called in or wrote in reminder that this segment is on at 9 30 central every monday through friday 